1: Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take
0: yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, (sighs) well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. But you know what I loved about the Milwaukee game? Absolutely loved, and I had the chance to talk to um, Jalen Brown after the game. It was the little dust up that he had with Giannis. Yeah, I'm where sure you to him he said a pick on Giannis. Giannis felt like it was an illegal pick and got up and, and gave Jalen a, a little forearm. And mm. Did Jalen back off? No, walked right up to him. I said, That is the makings of winning a championship right there. Yeah. That's the, yeah. that's the right there. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody, give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth.
1: <laughs> Back with another episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast. I am Joe for Bone. He is, of course, Cedric Maxwell. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everyone. Hope everyone had a really good weekend, fun weekend. I'm sure Celtics fans enjoyed themselves because of what happened here in Boston. Uh, we'll get into that. Also, Max, I want to hear how how was Christmas. You know, first and foremost, Merry Christmas. How was uh how, how did everything go? What did Santa get you this year? Yeah, uh, Bah
0: humbug, Bah humbug, Josue. I am not a I'm not particularly a Christmas person. I respect the um, uh, the religious holiday. But all the gift giving and uh, the cold weather and trying to find (laughs) things for people—it hasn't been eternal since I had
1: since I had little kids. When I had little kids, I I mean, I I know you're more of a Thanksgiving guy, but I'm I'm
0: a a, a Thanksgiving and and Thanksgiving gets such a a short lease. Uh, You get that one day, you go right into Christmas music. Uh, so I'm not a, I'm not a particularly fan of it, but, uh, you know,
1: uh, it, it floats other people's boat and I'm okay with it. What about, what about the years when you first were introduced to a, to a, a Christmas in Boston? Uh, Tell me about that. That must've been different for you coming from North Carolina. First, when I was introduced
0: here in Boston, uh, I was a young adult. So it's still, a, still pretty much was the same way. I didn't, didn't see it as any you know,
1: holiday that I wanted to run around and go to the oh, school. I mean, like the white, you know, the white Christmas, you know, the snow and everything. I'm not just talking about the people, Max. I know you're about to say it's, a, joke sel- in there, it's a Max it's, joke in there somewhere. Don't
0: as you know. Very seldom we've had a white Christmas here in Boston. We've had some cold Christmas here in Boston, and matter of fact, for the most part, the, wow. Celtics, have, the Celtics have not been in town. You say the last six years, I think the Celtics have had a a christmas game and it's been home most of the games we've had have been in new york it's been in in l.a you got christmas game because they're a popular team so we don't we don't we don't do christmas
1: here i didn't know you were such a grinch about christmas man this is new to me i didn't know it didn't didn't, it did not europe and man one of my favorite movies the grinch
0: stole christmas (laughs) (laughs) that's you that's I just must say. stop. We never actually
1: talk Christmas about it much
0: from coming. I must stop it from coming. <laughs> so, little Cindy, who? Oh, and all the uh, who's in, in Whoville? No, uh, I'm, I'm I'm good. I'm even,
1: but I'm you know even what? I
0: love? Let me tell you what I did love about the uh, Christmas time, and uh, NFL NFL has changed that because at one time during the Christmas. Uh, holiday season, you had all these playoff games. And it was really cool to, you know, to, to you know, the only twenty-four or 23rd, whatever it was, to yeah. have those games. And then to have, you know, NBA games, it was really cool. But now that the NFL has decided to add some more games, but hell, they don't get through playing until after Martin Luther King weekend. So uh, I, they, they kind of took that sports weekend uh,
1: from me. Yeah, but you still get the best of both worlds, right? The NFL fans are happy. You still got that Christmas time. We got some games all day. You know, like I like how it was back to back for NFL. Well, NBA. you know
0: what? Find find me a Patriot uh, fan right now that's happy out here. Okay, just find me one of them. All right.
1: There uh, they and were I'm- the Grinch before Christmas. All right. Ooh, you know,
0: they, were upset they are. They are. Uh, they are snarling right now. I'm With not even gonna them- ask.
1: I don't even want to ask what your favorite uh, Christmas song is or Christmas movie. You probably don't. Even, you're probably not even a big. fan. No, I actually, know. I do. It was uh,
0: it. It was uh, by um, Nat King Cole. My mom just sing it to me all the time. Oh, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Yeah, there you go. That it? That puts you in the spirit. No, was that it? I don't even know if that was it. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. No, it wasn't it by Nat King Cole. Um, I, you know what? I forgot it now. But <laughs> Nat King Cole, Nat King Cole was my favorite, you know, uh singer when it came to uh,
1: Christmas songs. Well, oh, because I mean, that was one. That was it. Chestnuts roasting. I was gonna say, say that's probably the one that everyone. Yeah, that's yeah. the Nat King Cole. That yeah. Yeah. Jack
0: Frost. Now that is the one song. Now the Mariah Carey. I'm oh, good. That's not awesome. it for me. Yeah. <laughs> I think my broadcaster uh partner Sean Grandy used to love um what was it Christmas in in, in what was it Harlem? What, what was that that song? Uh, Hollis,
1: that, and Hollis, run Hollis
0: uh, Yeah, Rundy. That's so, classic. That that's your that's
1: that's your go to at Christmas, really? Yeah, I mean it's not it's, it's it's one of them. I mean look the NBA every every year you hear that when they when they when they got the games lined up, so that's your that's your go look. That's your go to at Christmas. That what you that's where you going? Um, no, nah, not my go to. It's probably okay. it's up there. What about uh, this Christmas? That's a good one.
0: Mm, after,
1: no, no, you know, I'm, I'm, this Christmas, no. No, I'm
0: just really, I'm, I'm. It's not a again. That spirit does not hit me. Thanksgiving is my favorite. Follow closely with the 4th of July because yeah, both okay. those holidays those are really about going to somebody else's house or at your house or at your mom's house and, and sitting down having great food, <laughs> telling <laughs> stories with the family. is just full of, it's just chock full of love. Well, uh, yeah, that's I, that's I, they have yeah. maybe a little bit more. I have, a, I have three granddaughters now who are all young, and to see my two year old granddaughter just be so excited about a couple of gifts. Uh saw a video of that. That was that was pretty moving. But um, yeah just not one for an adult and passing gifts it just doesn't do it for me.
1: Yeah it's more about the kids. I mean that's that, that's what it is as you as you grow up. It's not it's not quite the same. But hopefully the Celtics cheered you up because that was that was quite a win they they put together against the Milwaukee Bucks man. Jason Tatum getting it done 41 points yeah 20 in the third quarter the Celtics beat the Bucks. Man, look, one thirty nine to one eighteen was the final score. We're we're all talking about where that offense is that we saw in the first month of the regular season to do it against Giannis and the Bucs. I mean, Giannis finished with twenty seven, but it took him close to twenty seven shots to get there, right? But aren't was, we? Uh, why was it so hard for Giannis? Aren't we? Aren't we about?
0: Uh, I don't know. Three, two games away from being in panic, full panic mode with the Celtics. Losing oh, yeah. the three in a row, where people were like Joe Mazuma, oh my god, he, he can't coach in this team and that 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 and all It was five they out of six. Were, I mean, yeah. that's that's the crazy part. Uh, you know, the thing. Then this team still had the best record, and people all of a sudden were just you know uh, you know just taking a dump on this man, and, like he didn't know what he was doing. The Celtics weren't any good. They, but you know what I loved about the Milwaukee game. Absolutely loved, it. and I had the chance to talk to um, Jalen Brown after the game. It was the little dust up that he had with Giannis. Yeah,
1: I'm where sure you to him he said a
0: pick on Giannis. Giannis felt like it was an illegal pick and got up and, and gave Jalen a, a little forearm. And mm. Did Jalen back off? No, walked right up to him. I said, That is the makings of winning a championship right there. Yeah. That's the yeah. that's the makings right there. You were he talking was, about that, that last year, Max. When, when, when are you
1: going to see them do do something like that? Whether it's Jalen or, or it, was,
0: it was. And then after the game, talked to Jalen about it. He said, he said, you know, he he told he said, Giannis got up and shit, he just lost his mind. He said, mm-hmm. uh, I was looking for. He said, he said, you know, he want to bring it like that. He said, there ain't gonna be no backup here. He said, I I I want it all day. I want that smoke. Right. So. I was if there was one real thing in that game that really cheated me up, it wasn't about them scoring, wasn't about their defense, but it was more about, you know, his little dust up with Giannis. Now what I did see break down the game is take who's having a remarkable year so far. Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart is having that. Drop a dime, play defense. pass first shoot second and i said you know some of our guys on my rate people like uh, adam jones who has been killing marcus for the last three four years about his ability not to uh, you know not to pass the ball but looking to shoot first he has been more of a facilitator and uh he has really run that offense really well and and that to me was uh that's that was me that was the exceptional part about watching these two teams play.
1: Yeah, I feel like it was easy to overlook Marcus's absence when the Southers were losing five out of six games, right? I mean, you take away that Jason Tatum performance in L.A. against the Lakers. If he doesn't do that, we're talking about a six-game losing streak, and then it would have really felt like the sky was falling. But, yeah, to your point about Jalen, though, 100%. I mean, that's the heart. That's the kind of message you have to send to the team that everyone's comparing to you, right? Oh, yeah, the Southers are great, but they haven't played the bucks. They haven't played the buck. Like, that was the narrative. For the first couple of months of the season the very first meeting of the season again chris middleton or not the Celtics, mm-hmm. in my opinion sent the message because it was tatum versus Giannis, toe-to-toe and i think tatum sent the message obviously that 20 points in the third quarter went a long way but jalen brown delivered mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter in a big way as well i mean that's the firepower that let's just face it the bucks just don't have that middleton or not the team that's currently constructed right now is it, it, better than milwaukee's the celtics if you compare yeah. the two teams right now i don't think I don't think people can make that debate. Whereas a couple of weeks ago, there was a lot of people saying, "Well, wait a minute, hold the phone here." The Milwaukee Bucks are still number one. If not, they're right there challenging the Celtics. Well,
0: here's the thing. Let's let's go back in that flashback machine. When was the first time you really you sent that message to your brother Joel?
1: You remember this? <laughs> if you, do do you remember the first? Oh, the time? first time I got I, I yeah. I mean every you remember that first every. Message? The, the, the you I've like, I, I had
0: enough of your shit. Okay, let's do it. You know, <laughs> do you re- and and all little brothers always remember that? My brother remembered that, but do you remember that moment?
1: I do. It was it was uh it was middle school for sure. I want to say what 12, 13, no 12, something like that, sixth or seventh grade, you know. Once the, once once the bass came in, you know, the bass mm-hmm. comes into the voice and you, uh, you you start pushing back a little bit. Yeah, I say it was around there. Well, what what happened? I know you remember
0: exactly what happened.
1: Well, we know. Boys will be boys, Max. Come on. we want me to paint the picture? You know, yeah, I want you
0: to paint the picture. You know, like, like mine was...
1: By... You know, the, the older brothers, sometimes they 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 expect the, the younger ah. one to submit. Ah. Yeah. Ah. No, no, I'm talking about like you know, a couple of put-downs and then yeah. you... That was the day I, I, I struck back. I struck back that day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that's the message that I, I think when we talk about striking back in basketball uh, for this team, I think that they have to have some of it. And more than anything, it has to come from their star players. I mean, we saw Sneaky Al last year, you know, oh, yeah. get Giannis pretty good with the elbow in the mouth. And that was that was really – but you have, you have to see Tatum and Brown those are the guys right now that set the table and set the tone for the rest of your team. Uh, you know, everybody right now is talking about, well, they're not even talking about Milwaukee right now. The team they're talking about, they're talking about how great Philly is playing and, yeah. you know, how Joel Embiid has found the magic and James Harden, they're playing great together and uh, the Knicks were playing great for a while. And, you know, people are looking at the team that the Suffolk's got to dismantle Brooklyn saying Brooklyn is going crazy yeah, right now. Yeah, so your I, boy
1: Stephen A. Smith mentioned them. Mentioned yeah, them.
0: I mean, it's got, it's got really interesting right now in this uh, Eastern Conference. Like, who's, who's the big dog right now? Uh, you know, with some of these teams, the way they've been playing. I thought Toronto had a little run for a minute, but then they seem yeah. to have fallen off the bat. But that the big four right now, I would say, would be Brooklyn. It would be the Celtics. It would be uh, Milwaukee. And do you want to say Philly? But then if you say all that, are you canceling out Cleveland the yeah. way they've
1: been playing? That's true. And if is, you're the Celtics, it, you know better than it, anybody, right?
0: Is Cleveland on that tier that you look at and going, don't count, don't, don't,
1: don't sleep on Cleveland. And so yeah, I'm they're straight. in the conversation. They have to be in the conversation. I mean, look at yeah. Look what they're doing defensively. They're one of the best, if not the best offensive team in the NBA right now. Like that's, That's going to go a long way in the Eastern Conference, as competitive as it is. But, you know, Max, with that being said, does that overshadow this Celtics win over the Bucs? When you look at it across the East, you know, the Knicks went on that humongous winning streak. The Cavs are in the mix. No, it's still a big win, right? No, it was a huge
0: win for the Celtics and I think a huge win for the national audience because you couldn't come into Christmas Day game and be one of the big dogs and lay an egg right in your living room where you yeah. you couldn't you couldn't be the dog to take to put a, a big turd right in the middle of the floor you couldn't you couldn't do that <laughs> if you were the Celtics. you would have, so,
1: you would have been upset yeah
0: yeah so i think celtic fans i think the celtic fans I, I think the fan base i think the celtics themselves the media and uh people around the country uh were waiting to see exactly what the celtics were going to do and uh their performance was really a good, uh, you know. Chris Middleton, yes, he, he's a he's a difference maker when it comes to scoring. But I, I believe, like you, the Celtics right now are the better team. Uh, you know, want to see what what Philly has right now or Harden the way they're going. And, uh, but you know, are you still believing right now that people are saying that Brooklyn uh, constituted? But you know, Simmons hasn't even really played, and they're yeah. saying you know are are the Celtics good enough to beat them. I think the Celtics are, are a much better team than Brooklyn.
1: You think that at this point when you when you think about the, the way the playoffs ended for the Bucks and with this matchup, do you think the Celtics are in like Giannis's head right now? You know, is that what happened? Or did the Celtics just play a really good game plan in the sense of just throwing different bodies at him and their coverage? Mm-hmm. Because I mean he did get some looks too as well but he just couldn't knock down shots and I feel like the Celtics he's, were allowing him to take those shots you know but you he's not a jump shooter.
0: His yeah. forte is running an open court. That's where he is the most dominant player in the, in, in the world. When With he's running and yeah. he's in the open floor and he's, he's euro stepping you, and you're backing away and him taking off from the free throw line, that's the best version of Giannis. When you make him become a jump shooter, standstill jump shooter, that's not, that's something he doesn't do. And you think about yeah. the three-point shot he shot, one of the first ones he shot, he shot it about three feet short, uh, mm-hmm. a three-pointer, and then nobody was up on him. So if you're the Celtics, you say, take the jump shot, we'll try to contest, and what mm-hmm. I'm going to do is box out. Grant had a good game, too. Grant came back with a a, a nice performance also.
1: This new episode of the Cedric Maxwell podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season, everything from NFL and bowl season to eSports. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game treads at BetOnline. BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. online where the game starts. Yeah, Grant was big in that matchup. You know, he's going to be, if this team were to get into a best of seven series, you know, but I just wonder if if the subjects are, if they, if they got a, if, if they're in Giannis's head at this point, you know, with everything that's happened he's thinking to himself, man, I got no Middleton here. Where's the second weapon? Man, Jalen was what 11 for 19 or something like that. Yeah, 11 for 19, 27. Who is he getting that from on the Milwaukee Bucks? You know, yeah. and he doesn't. Think yeah. That. Drew Holiday's good. Don't get me wrong. Drew Holiday's good, but that kind of offensive firepower, Max. The Celtics almost scored 140 points. Well, like, they.
0: Well, is a, he looking for the? Well, Boy, is he looking for the next banana? Who's been Lopez? Lopez has been that guy who is able to come in and knock down shots. But the Summit have done a nice job of just being up in his face and making it a little bit tougher on him. So, I, I mean, I, I just, I, I love the uh, opportunities and stuff. Like that. And and Rob seems like he's starting to fit into what this team wants him to do. He's still not comfortable with his offense. He's yeah. still a little overhyped right now on the defensive end, trying to block everything. Um, but he was, but what we've seen from Rob, is he has been very, very active. And, you know, I, I really like that. And the and, and then two people talk about Joe what you know, what he hasn't done that well. I think he's coached well. And I think he's utilized his bench well. Uh, you know, when you think about some of the things like Blake Griffin, the way he's played Blake, he hasn't thrown him in at the end of a game, a useless game. He starts him. He plays him quality minutes. And I think because of that, I think he's still confident. Blake is still confident. The team's is still confident in what Blake can do for him because Blake's going to win a couple of games for you this year. Somehow be it taking charges, knocking down a couple of shots his
1: hustle playing around the rim. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. Yeah. I love seeing Blake at those minutes, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, those opportunities because he can, he can give you that sort of edge, right? Especially if he gets on a streak and he's a good passer, he can fit into the flow of the offense. He can guard multiple positions. I mean, that's good for Blake. I'm I'm glad he was able to get some uh some some more some more playing time there. But you know what, Max? After the game, you're, you're not gonna you know, you'd be surprised by this. Well, maybe you're not gonna be surprised, but Marcus Smart sent off a series of cryptic tweets talking about his future, talking about uh you know how things are gonna be different. And then it all turned out to be in the last tweet was a a, a proposal. Or he had already proposed. It was an announcement that he's engaged with his girlfriend. And man, my 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 first thought was, imagine if he let that sit there for the rest of the night, and then did it in the morning. Man, yeah. everybody would be going crazy on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. But congrats well, to mean, Marcus Smart, man.
0: I mean, he has a, he still has a platform. I I can't believe this is his ninth year now, uh, playing with the Celtics. And some people say that he. I remember he was really insulted uh, about a year year and a half ago. Uh, he came on air with us and he talked about uh, our god our, our guy um, oh that's right um Sherrod. and uh and was it was the the garden report the garden report yeah garden report kind of you know shit on him and he he was he was like you know so, hey, Sherrod, you know shut your fucking mouth i was like Tell
1: all of them that's right all you
0: garden report dudes over there <laughs> so uh you know, I know I know uh, Nick Joltz so probably loved that, but man, that was that was something. and he's bounced back. and no, he's not as quick as he was, but I think he's just as smart. He's just his tenacity is still there, and his basketball IQ to me has gone up even more so as a quarterback for this team. Uh, I happened to talk to him uh, last year before this about this time when the Celtics were about to streak and uh, I'll tell that story again. I asked Marcus one o'clock in the morning, he and I on the elevator uh, in Orlando. Now you would say, why are you and Marcus on the elevator? Well, it was, we had just landed in Orlando and we happened to be going down at the same time to get our bags. Um, And uh, Marcus, I said, Marcus, you know, your team is playing pretty, pretty well. You know, what, what would you say about that? He said, that's what happens when you let your damn point guard run your offense. And since then, he's been in the same place. He has been the facilitator. He runs this team, you know, he gets Rob involved is I, I can see his mind just, you know, taking in stuff and right. seeing how who's going to be open when to get the ball to JT? Uh, you know when you're gonna get the ball over and 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 let Brown do what he needs to do. But man, nice job by Marcus this year being that guy. And you know, essentially, this is without Eme holding this hand. You know, because Eme was I, I think Eme really helped him out because he really challenged Marcus to be a better, better player on on better that. A, a, a way, better too. leader, yeah. yeah. And then, but then I think he he grew from that, and he's become a leader. And he, and I think mm-hmm. Joe trusts him just as much in running the offense and running the defense.
1: Absolutely, and and he's always going to address his critics, right? I mean, that's that's just who Marcus is. He's going to prove them wrong, and he's going to make he's going to remind you of what you said before. So I, I love that about Marcus. And look what look what happened ended up being the uh, the defensive player of the year because. I'm not mistaken. The uh, conversation was about him being the better on-ball defender in the NBA as he, he lose a, a, a notch or two. And, and uh, he responded the following year by winning Defensive Player of the Year. But, yeah, man, congrats to Marcus. Um, yeah, so the, the tweets were, I've had enough, been holding it in too long. I mean, you kind of got the feeling that he was joking, but you didn't know where he was going with it. And he goes, the next tweet goes, it's time for me to leave. And then finally he announced, oh, I forgot the rest. It's time for me to leave the single life. She said yes few wow. you know, I right
0: did. Around. I saw I I saw the beautiful ring that she had and uh you know she's oh, all, Yeah, all the way around you know, around the players and it's just really, you know, a real cool moment. Real cool moment for him, you know, when you think about who he is as a player and what he's able to do. And you know, and also getting your personal life together. Uh you know, for you to be see Marcus is closing in on is is he 30 yet? Or, no, or right,
1: 20, 29, I believe.
0: Right, right around there. And I think yeah. that's when you start as a, as an athlete, I think you have those, those years, those six or seven years that you're, you know, your wild oats are just, you know, you're just out there. You, if you're you single, you're out the NBA, you're, you're running the streets and you're doing all these things. And then when you get to be about 28, 29, I think that you start to settle a little bit more and it's, you're not going out as much. You're a little bit more secure, and you'll find somebody in life that's probably a little bit more special. And I think what that does, it hones your skills a little bit more uh, because now you're not thinking about all those outside distractions, but you're thinking about in-house stuff. And and frankly, it's, it's a good thing for most athletes. Now, I wouldn't say that to Tom Brady right
1: now, but... <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Max, we're just throwing him in there. We weren't even talking about it. <laughs> so, matter of fact, I was just gonna say, Marcus, uh, he turned twenty nine in, in in March, but you're, you're dead on there. 28, 29, I guess he decided that. Uh, yeah, but but yeah. but when you look at Brady. Brady's what forty four. So wait, well, hold on. What is this, man? What are you trying to say? He's he's cursed or something? You think this is a? This no, is what, I don't think this he's bother him on the field. I,
0: think I just look at Brady now. Brady, of course. And, I, and Tom Brady has been in the spotlight with him and his wife and say they're they're divorced. And you would think at the end of the day, when you have everything, everything that you could possibly have, uh, when you're Tom Brady and Giselle and you're going, we are going, we're leaving each other for, we've grown apart. You're 44 now. How are you growing apart at this time?
1: Oh, he's living his best life, man. He gets yeah. what he wants down in Florida. He's not used to this. He he's changed. He, he's he's changed over the years. Ever since he uh, put on that new uh, that Buccaneers uniform,
0: you know, and not be one of them. You better realize, there's a bunch of young girls down there. They 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 fishing for the big the big fish out there. Yeah, That's he's a, he's he be the big fish in the pond.
1: Let me let me ask you this though. Tell me this wouldn't be the Hollywood movie finish if he if at, throughout all this he decides, you know what, let me go back to New England. Let me let me just go back to my old roots. And little by little, they, they rekindle a, 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 a old romance. You know, seeing you in that Patriots jersey, Tom, it really got me thinking about the good old Absolutely days. Not. <laughs> Absolutely
0: not. Absolutely not. You would be so mad.
1: You would be so mad. No, Why? I wouldn't. Would Why can't that, that
0: happen? Well, you're starting to look, you're, because you're looking for the future of this team you're looking to be tom brady played what 14 15 yeah, you years. Matt can take, can take notes for a season you're you're looking for
1: you're looking maybe for maybe just one year one year nah you know you know
0: you're, you're not coming you're not leaving here and then coming back here as a conquering hero to play one year and it's no, that's that's like because you know there's that's a
1: hollywood the shit though
0: like, Here that's you go it. there's a guy up in buffalo right now who's running this thing and that quarterback up there, Allen, he's, he, he's the dude in this, in this this one right now that's going yeah, it's
1: forward. He's in window. They're and
0: for, you know, for Brady to be coming back and playing in cold weather right now? No, man, you're playing <laughs> down in Tampa.
1: I mean, <laughs> that's you, a good point, actually. He, even, he, just, he looks so different now. What is that?
0: What's going on? 44, are you looking to come back and play in cold-ass New England? No. You're looking for an indoor stadium. You know, some place that you go, no, you're not yeah, looking.
1: His, his joints, his muscles and all that. Oh, God. <laughs> I
0: mean, he always runs out and, let's go. No, they will be like, let's go. Let's go home. Let's go home. Let's go. Let's go home. Go. Give me a blanket, somebody. So, I don't know. no, I, 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 it's a, It's a nice romantic story to think about by the end of the day now. I mean, it's just, I've seen too many players trying to come back to organizations. And how many times have you really seen it work? I mean, Michael Jordan came back to the Bulls. Oh, yeah, that was the one. one wow, that was, but then he went to, then he went up going to Washington. And that was, I mean, Sean talks about, well, he averaged 22 and that, okay. But it really, you know, it's just like watching LeBron right now. LeBron can average 30, but LeBron is – this is not – this isn't his legacy. His legacy isn't going to be defined by what he does this year. The only thing he's going to define is when he ends up uh, passing Kareem and having the uh, the most points ever scored in the NBA.
1: If you were running things in, in L.A., what would you do? Would you just let the season play itself out? Would you try to compete in, in the sense of making a trade, or would you just let this thing ride out? I don't know
0: what you can do there. I think you done messed it up so much there, you the write it up. that you that, okay. You got Westbrook, okay. What I, I heard Shannon Sharp said: Well, maybe the Lakers should go back and re-sign Westbrook. All like, right, really? Just <laughs> that's what you yeah. you are yeah, but I mean, but you look at your your money situation. You're essentially you're going to be over the cap already. Who who are you going to go out and get as a free agent? And the free agent had to say, "Okay, I'm playing with Anthony Street Street Clothes Davis." You know, he. Oh, and, and then I got LeBron. You know, he who just
1: was, got hit with the big injury, man. He was playing. He was he was playing unbelievable before that.
0: Just way it was. It was going to happen. I'm sorry, James Worthy. It was. <laughs> it's going to happen. He's three. He Charles Barkley has never had a name that was so you know appropriate and you know and i don't i don't wish any athlete you know uh any harm when it comes to injuries but man he is he got to be the most snake bitten athlete maybe i've ever seen and when it comes to a star player uh who's played in the league for a while you know we saw some guys come in early like uh roosevelt know what was it Bowie. uh when during my time he came in from kentucky everybody thought he was gonna be really good and then you look at um it was a guy with Ohio State, Greg
1: Oden. Greg Oden,
0: yeah. Greg Oden was the number one pick, and you going. So there's some number one picks you look at, and somebody that injury.
1: This is almost as if like if if KG started going th- down that road, you know, before th- or oh, right after 30. You know what I mean? Like I feel like this is sort of because because he's a. He's much more talented than those guys, but obviously but, you, you can't, but, you, you, your body's going one direction and you want it to go the other way, and it's just not, you know. It's
0: but, but look at look at Portland again. Portland might have, Portland Trailblazers might have made some of the biggest mistakes ever.
1: Oh, and I talked
0: time. to Michael Thompson yeah. about it. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers, I think they had the number two pick. They had a chance at that time to go out and get Michael Jordan. Didn't get him. Did not, did not get him to go. He along. wasn't gonna
1: mix with with, with Drexler, you know. I get no, you has been
0: perfect. He, look, you've been perfect. I'm with I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, and then then you say, okay, what happened, with Greg Oden? You know, the guy who's pick rack right after Greg Oden, Kevin Durant. Oof. <laughs> yeah, I know it. That's what you. <laughs> I thought I'd get you on my side in a minute. Going, <laughs> but you didn't get Jordan,
1: and you, I mean, didn't, you didn't get we, Durant. When you look down the road and you think of what what would have what what you would have surrounded Durant with on that team, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, not too far yeah. away from Dame, even West, you know that 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 team that what was it, West Matthews, Robin Lopez, like he would have walked into that Aldridge in his prime, you know prime What'd time Aldridge, prime. yeah, Man, yeah, that would have been a fun team. So to I mean, the game is the game has
0: changed now, and it's more about those uh, the guys who can stretch the floor. Yeah. Durant stretches the floor. You know, Odin, the game was after when he was picked, he was already a dinosaur. The game had gone so far away from work. It's like my my era. The way I played at that time, the way Robert Perry, the only one I knew that really played like that would have been Larry Bird. Larry Bird could have fit into this era because he was a stretch four. We were pounding ground. We were gonna kill you on the inside. I'd led the league and field goal percentage twice. Mm-hmm. What would that give you now? A cookie and a, a slap on the back. Nice play, yeah, way to go. And people aren't going to look at that anymore. You would have got so,
1: some extra looks, you know, with the with the uh, the way everything is. They would have calculated. it, would have said, "Well, Max, if you shoot this way, the percentages say, you know, the analytics would have been through the roof. You would have been an analytical guy. I they would have liked you a lot. I understand the analytics, you know, free free throw
0: they shooting and all that. that. Like that. And the game has. The game is just blossom, man. The game is just blossoming to a game now that is, uh, you know, it's about shooting threes. Uh, you know, how many times it drives me crazy, probably drives everybody else crazy. Yeah. You have Al Horford going in, he's two feet away from the basket, and he's throwing to a dude in the corner for a 25-footer. It's like, why? Man,
1: my <laughs> favorite just give is me, a, give me a the layup. break. A fast yeah. break, and they just pull up at the three point. I still can, I can still hear my high school basketball coach being like, "You never take that shot. You get a not layup."
0: Anybody's high school coach was like, oh Hartbeck, screaming at that time. Take a layup. Yeah. Tom Heinsohn, take the layup. High percentage shots, and it's yeah. not about that anymore. The game has gone away from that."
1: Absolutely. All right, Max. Finally, we're gonna put a bow on 2022. It's that time of year we say goodbye to the to one year and we say uh hello to the next 2023 you're not big on resolutions right new year's resolutions you don't that doesn't seem here, here's like one bad. i got
0: right here i shoot one that one bye what bye draymond see you next <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man already i don't know <laughs> no got,
0: i i would say you, you got know, time and this is what i say about that whatever happened between draymond and myself last year and the, the controversy that you called on camera uh, you know, he won a championship. He won a cha- He won in his world. He won, and uh, that's all that. That's all that matters. Uh, will they get back there again? Uh, the Western Conference is so deep. Uh, can they? Can Steph Curry? You know, coming off injury, can I mean they're near the bottom. Somebody was saying before, would you see? Is it possible, Is it possible that you could have Golden State and the Lakers? In a playing game, could that yeah. be possible? I I just don't see the Lakers even being that close. I mean, it's yeah, too, I, I, don't, I, don't I see too many, too, too many. Teams together. No. I yeah. mean, I mean, the team that people don't talk about is playing well from time to time. Has been Sacramento, and yeah. uh, Sacramento has played really well. So you look at Sacramento, Portland, you look at Denver, Portland. you look at Portland, you look at even even the team that they said that Danny Ainge traded everybody away. And that team has been really good. When you think about Utah Jazz, uh, you know, with Markington, you know, he stepped, Laura Markington stepped up and had a, you know, kind of an all-star year to open up people's eyes. How is Luka going to be? Is Phoenix a, are they a flash in the pan or not? So, you know, the Clippers, will they be any good? So all these teams that are ahead of the Lakers right now, I'm telling you what, it's it's, um, every time I look at, your guy, big game, James, after one of these losses, he's getting sicker and sicker oh, of and course.
1: sicker. Because he, he knows where this is going. He knows the direction it's going.
0: Okay, is- hey, I love it. that deep one. And the guy, I guess they call him Gators. Well, Gator, the Lakers, <laughs> uh, the way they've been playing, uh, you know, they held a shot, and uh, <laughs> then they didn't get it going in the right direction. <laughs> Rebounding hadn't been good, and... I'm not really sure. Right, That's
1: man. spot on.
0: But wait a minute! But this is the same guy when the Celtics lost the championship. This is the first guy that sent out a video doing like this.
1: Oh man, that was first man, guy, I forgot about one. that. That's true. Yeah. So uh, you know, he wasn't even in it. It's like, come on, what's going on? It's called
0: haters, man. But when they come <laughs> in this building, I'm. I can't wait for them to get here to this building. And I hope Tatum now put a put a thirty spot on them again, and don't let them come back this time. But yeah, it's, this my New Year's resolution. Um, not not a lot. Just I think for me, it's uh, health wise, just to get healthier, uh, work out a little bit more, uh, just get your life a little bit more in perspective. Uh, basketball, watching the Celtics has, has always been fun, but even to be so more a little bit more aggressive with our podcast. Yeah, uh, you know, great. other people have loved our podcast. And I think that I have a treat for people later on. I, I'm i reaching out right now. Maybe, oh, of right like, out the bag, tonight.
1: what you got here? Yeah, I'm
0: reaching out mm-hmm. right now to Maceo Parker. And if you guys don't know who Maceo Parker is, if you, you happen to be a James Brown fan back in the day or while you listen to James Brown music, he'll always say, Maceo, Blow your horn, Maceo. Well, Maceo Parker, it was a horn player. Uh, for James Brown's band, and um, he was from Kinston, North Carolina. He went to my oh, high rain. school. Wow, he went to is. my high school, and uh, and later on, he played with he played obviously with James Brown. But the bigger thing, which you didn't know, was he ended up playing playing with Prince uh, for a while. Yeah, he played with Prince. Prince was thinking it was some story he had said that uh, Prince asked about him or somebody was talking about him, and. and uh, and Prince said, "Isn't he dead?" <laughs> and the guy was like, "No, he's not." Well, Prince said, "Reach out and get him." So I'm trying to get Maceo Parker uh, this year, uh, just to reminisce. Uh, you know, we you uh, we just just passed the passing of uh, James Brown. Uh, I'm not sure he he died on a Christmas day uh, years ago, uh, but uh, yeah, I got I got that in the works and a couple other. Uh, uh people who are coming up so that's gonna be my new year's resolution so far as the podcast for us to be you know a little bit more consistent bring you guys a, few, a little bit more content and and you know maybe maybe a few more guests like we did with
1: uh mark spears which i heard uh heard no, a lot of fun man mm-hmm. yeah we'll get him back on for sure but yeah that that's that that goes for the both of us man i think you nailed it right there with the health and uh, remembering what's important, which is always something that I, that I think about during the holidays, and just trying to put forth your best effort and, and taking care of yourself and, and and people you love, you know. So big big shout out to everyone, of course, that that listen to us, that watch us on here on YouTube, Clns Media, man, we can't thank you enough. And uh, we're gonna, we're gonna bring some bring some more heat next year for sure. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take it up a <laughs> Subscribe, baby, subscribe. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, shout out to um uh, people who who who've been um, not only subscribing but of course leaving reviews we got a really good review in the last couple of weeks and they've been coming in. So we appreciate that for sure. Guys, keep that going. Uh, any, any way you listen to us, any platform, uh, subscribe, review, uh, so you can continue to hear us every single time we drop a brand new episode and we'll, we'll, we'll take it up a notch. We'll bring that heat. Good. We'll keep it a hundred even next year. There you go. Yeah,
0: I'll wait for you to get there because that's the one thing we do, we keep it on the
1: 100. <laughs> that's and what then, we do here. It's such a We ain't talking
0: about the 100, we keep it on the 100. And if you don't know what the 100 is, go ask some of your black friends, they'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's right. We'll see you guys next week.